You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Fourth and Manageable, an SEC football podcast. Brought to you by 2400 Sports. Now, here's Brad Edwards. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me. I'm Brad Edwards, and this is Fourth and Manageable, a new podcast about SEC football. We're coming to you three times a week. You can download us on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and then on Sunday mornings after we have a conversation about the games late Saturday night when they've all ended. And that's a conversation I'll have every week with former Tennessee quarterback Tyler Bray. We'll go through most of the games played in the conference each day, and we'll talk about the the biggest games, the biggest plays, the coaching decisions, all that stuff. You'll get Tyler's perspective, you know, the player point of view on what happened in these games. And I think it'll be a really interesting listen for most of you. And uh, you can get that uh, for the second time this coming Sunday morning. But this, of course, is the Thursday podcast, which means we're going to talk about the games that are coming up on Saturday. And uh, it's it's a good slate for the SEC in week two. I think there are a lot of interesting games, and we're going to get into those starting with what I think are the two biggest ones of the day. College game day is in Austin, Texas for the Alabama game. And usually that's a sign that, hey, this is the big game in all of college football on a given Saturday. If game day is on campus, it's a big deal. But in this case, I I don't think it's even the biggest game of the day in the SEC or involving an SEC team. And I understand why game day is there. These are two name brands in the sport. They are playing each other for the first time since a national championship game to end the 2009 season. And they're soon to be conference rivals. We know in the very near future that both Texas and Oklahoma are going to join the SEC. And I don't know whether they'll play Alabama every single year or a lot of the time, but whatever. It'll be much more frequently than it has been. And uh, it, it'll be a, a matchup that we'll see much more often in the foreseeable future. And those are all reasons to find this game attractive. But you got to deal with the elephant in the room, which is that Alabama is about a three-touchdown favorite. The last I saw, they were favored by 20. So not a whole lot of people are expecting this to be competitive. And that is one of the reasons that, that I think the biggest game of the day is not this one for the SEC. It's Kentucky at Florida. And that one, I I think, should be a lot of fun. Kentucky kind of sleptwalked through the first half of their season opener against Miami of Ohio, and then they turned it on in the second half. Had the type of final score you probably would have expected before the game began. Um, they did what they had to do. It was a typical week one performance uh, from a Power 5 school. Nothing to be alarmed about. Florida, of course, had a huge win, being unranked at the time, Uh beat number seven Utah at the Swamp in dramatic fashion. And Florida uh, vaulted all the way into the top 25 at number 12. 
And so this is a game between two ranked teams, which is another reason I think it's the biggest game of the day in the SEC. Now, there are two games involving SEC teams that are ranked versus ranked. The other one is Tennessee at Pitt, which obviously is not a conference game. And uh, on top of that, Florida and Kentucky have higher rankings than Pitt and Tennessee when you look at the teams. And so uh, that's that's another reason uh, to say that it's the biggest game of the day. Plus, it is one of two conference games, with South Carolina at Arkansas being the other one. And this one is more significant than that because it's in the division, two teams in the SEC East. And it has significance. Now, exactly what the significance is, I think really depends on whether you're giving the winner of this game any chance at all to beat Georgia. I don't want to say there's no way that anyone in the SEC East could beat Georgia. I will say it's not likely that anyone in the SEC East is going to beat the Georgia Bulldogs. Clearly the best team in the division and a huge favorite uh, to repeat as the division champ. But but that doesn't make this game meaningless. Um, in fact, you know, I, I think if you if you look at it from this perspective, Florida and Kentucky, sure, they they they've you know the winner of this game is going to have the inside track uh, to you know whether it's to be the primary contender with Georgia for the division title or simply to be the runner up to Georgia in the division. In in years to come, not not too far down the road, we're going to have a twelve team playoff format in which the another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The SEC is going to get at least three, if not four, teams into that playoff most seasons, which means that you don't have to make the SEC championship game in order to get in the playoff. And and so I, I believe in the very near future, a game like this, ranked versus ranked, Kentucky against Florida, or or let's say, um, you know, coming up soon afterward, Tennessee and Florida. Those types of matchups in the SEC East, even if you don't think the winner has a chance to compete with Georgia for the division title, those are very important games for positioning because whoever wins them is going to have a chance to finish with 10 or 11 regular season wins. And if anyone finishes with that number of wins in the regular season in the SEC in a 12-team playoff world, they're a contender. I'm telling you, they got a better than average chance of getting in. And so um, I, I think we need to start paying more attention to games like this because very soon they're going to become a, a lot more meaningful and you're not just going to write it off as, okay, well, it's just fighting for the right to finish second to Georgia. Although this season, you know, that's, that's probably what that is. And, you know, whenever these teams got together in recent years, it was never about the matchup, like Florida, Kentucky, who's going to win. It was always about the streak. And a, a lot of you may have forgotten this. Some of you maybe never knew it, but it wasn't that long ago. Florida won 31 consecutive games over Kentucky. I mean, from Emmett Smith's freshman season, 1987, all the way through 2017, Florida beat Kentucky every year. 
And every year when the game came around, the Kentucky players had to hear about it. When is going to be the year? And Kentucky, I mean, some years they got blown out. Other years they came up with some very creative ways to just throw away a game they should have won. Um, But the streak continued all the way until 2018 when Kentucky went into the swamp, pulled an upset, and then last season in dramatic come-from-behind fashion, Kentucky finally ended its home losing streak against the Gators. And so now when these teams play, we can talk about it as far as the merits of the game itself. Two good teams going head-to-head in a game of significance as opposed to it being can Kentucky end the streak? And I know that is a huge relief for Mark Stoops and, and a lot of the Kentucky players um, that it can now be really about the game on the field. Now, what's the ceiling for either of these teams? I, I, I think for the winner, what we just said becomes a very realistic goal for this, for this year. You know, 10 or 11 wins. Now, you know, this season, that's not going to get you into the college football playoff. It, it probably would get you into a New Year's Six game. And I, I think if you're Kentucky, that's where you want to be. You, you know, that's really the, the step that they have not yet taken uh, under Mark Stoops is being able to get into a New Year's Six game. I mean, they have, they've won 10 games. Um, and you, when you consider where the program was not too long ago, uh, that's a huge step forward. And they have, they've sustained it. And they're, you know, once again ranked, and and they have they've shown they have staying power. But I think that is the logical next step is to get to a New Year's Six game. And for that reason, I think you could argue the game is probably more significant for Kentucky than it is to Florida. But for either of them, if they're going to contend for the division, this is a game that they need to win. Uh, and so there's a lot on the line here, and I think it should be a fun one to uh, to watch played and and. Um, it's going to be a night game without a whole lot of other stuff going up against it. And I think um, it is, as I said earlier, the most significant game of the day involving SEC teams. All right, let's talk about the Alabama game. I mentioned earlier, this is the first meeting of Alabama and Texas since the national championship game to end the 2009 season. These programs have gone in opposite directions since that day in Pasadena. Nick Saban, we have watched build the greatest dynasty in the history of major college football. He's since added five more national championships and Alabama is what it is. What it's it's what everybody else in the sport is aspiring to be. Texas after having been very dominant for about a decade under Mac Brown up until that point has since had five losing seasons. Think about that. Five losing seasons since it last played Alabama. Texas is on its fourth head coach since then, and this one happens to be Alabama's former offensive coordinator, Steve Sarkeesian, who's now in his second year running the program. And that's a little bit of a subplot. If you're looking for something else to get excited about in this game, you know, Sark and a few of his assistants came from Alabama. He has a few players who transferred from Alabama, but it's really hard to find too much more to get excited about uh, when it comes to this matchup. Alabama is, as I mentioned before, about a three-touchdown favorite. And and I think the real question, and look, maybe they'll get into the game, and in the second half, we're we're wondering, you know, is Alabama going to survive? And certainly, that's what Fox, who's televising this game, is hoping for. They're going to get that type of matchup. For most people, though, right now, the question is, will Alabama make a statement? 
Are we going to see something out of Alabama similar to what we saw out of Georgia last week against Oregon? Because we know Alabama and Georgia are very even. We've seen that over several years, not just from last season's split of the head-to-head meetings, but for quite some time. These have been two of, of you know, at worst, the top three programs, you know, maybe the top two, probably the top two in college football, especially with Clemson falling off a little bit last year. But anyway, you could argue about the numbers, but there's no question. Those two are at the top of college football right now. And Georgia put a big number up on the board a week ago against a ranked opponent. Now, this game is not against a ranked opponent, but but it is a true road game, which Georgia's obviously was not playing in Atlanta. Uh, but But I think people are expecting to see something similar. And the question is, can Alabama answer with an emphatic win uh, in a game that everybody's watching. And to me, that's the storyline. That's what everybody is is waiting to see. And uh, in, in some ways, um, it's unfortunate that that's where we are right now with college football is that, is that a couple of teams are so much better than everyone else Then it, it's really just a matter of how ugly is it going to be. Uh, I know that's rat poison. Nick Saban just sent me a text and don't talk about stuff like that, but um, that's uh, that's what this game is, I think, for, for most of America. And, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about it on Saturday night. We'll see how Alabama does.